Welcome to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast with John Kim and Noelle Cordeaux. If you're inspired to begin your own life coaching practice or just want to learn a little bit more about what it's all about, visit journey.co. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O for more information. Your adventure awaits. On today's episode of the Catalyst Intensive Life Coaching Podcast, uh, we're going to talk about how long it takes to be a life coach. Noelle, you there? I'm here. Hey, I don't know if that's the right title, but that's a fucking long title. The Catalyst Life Coaching Intensive Podcast. Do you want to rename our <laughs> podcast, John? We can, we can rename of, our podcast. Can we think of something very short and potent? John and Noelle Show. Magic and Science. <laughs> magic and science. I, I I think magic and science or science and magic. Um, science and magic sounds better. Like you ha- you have to give them the science first, and then you're like, there's also a little magic. Science and magic solve your life. So much better. So much better uh, than the Catalyst Life Coaching Intensive Podcast. We'll tell the team. Yes, it's official. Awesome. How are you? I'm doing well. Before we get into our topic, what is one life lesson, revelation, aha moment that you've had this week? Oh gosh! Wow. And it could be anything. Wait. It could be simple. It could be complicated. It could be heavy. It could be light. Whatever. Yeah. So my, my life lesson for the week has been to stand in stillness and proceed with grace. Ooh, I love that. Can you describe that? Yeah. So from a a psychosocial and emotional perspective, here's science. Um, what happens in our brain when we experience anxiety Uh, or frenzy is that our focus gets hijacked and at any given time we're really typically unable to impact change in in a rapid way that can actually ease our anxiety or that can ease our frenzy and so while those feelings might be really real and valid you can always access a pool of stillness to kind of surrender to the flow and just say, you know, I have to accept that I can't change anything in this moment and I'm going to be still and I'm going to deploy grace. Mm, What does grace mean to you? Um, To me, it's acting in a way that is forthright and gentle. I love that. Um, we live in a crazy world. There was just another shooting uh, in Los Angeles in a bar. I don't know. I think 12 or 40, or 40 people were hurt or died. And um, the word gentle is becoming rare, especially with humans toward each other, you know? Yes, I do. And, you know, I think that I think that everybody's really freaked out right now. Yeah. Just kind of collectively. I, I don't know anybody who's not having a hard time in one way or another. And I think that the world, the mass shootings that keep happening in the U.S., um, the political climate that just feels shitty, you know, I think everything's just kind of piling up and people are really struggling right now. There, you know what the word you know a word that comes to mind is uncertainty, and when people feel uncertain, they feel unsafe, and when they feel unsafe, they feel protective and panicky, and then you know isolation and feeling loneliness, like all of that trickles down. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, in context, I think it's really important to remember that all of these um, feelings of safety and certainty um, are social constructions, right? So, you know, if we look at nature, um, nature is uncertain. It can be sunny one moment, raining the next. You could be a squirrel chomping a nut and the next minute, you know, there's an alley cat. Um, And humans especially in Western society, especially in in privileged arenas, have this really false uh, feeling of certainty and safety. And it's actually not true at all. We are so much more similar to squirrels than we are. (laughs) My attention span, 100%. (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's really true. And, and, And while that fact might be unsettling, it's also um, comforting in a way because, you know, when you really strip it down, what's the point of our existence? You know, why are we here? We're here to live and survive and grow and build things. And if you're playing it safe, if you're leaning into complacency, if you are relying on feelings of safety and security, you're not really living or filling your life's purpose. Right, right. I love that. Um, the problem with Noel and I is we can announce that we're going to talk about something and not talk about that topic at all in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> so I'm going to, speaking of squirrels, so I'm going to come back and we need to answer this question because we get it so often and it is how long does it take to become a life coach? So, um, Noel is going to start. Uh, while I buy some time and then I will give you my thoughts. And I actually hope that our answers are different because it'll, you know, uh, stretch our, uh, it'll give more, a different uh, 360 perspective on this question. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I think the first thing we have to do is qualify, you know, what is a life coach? Because what was true maybe two years ago, that a life coach was someone who saw individual clients and took one client for one hour, and that was your job. That's no longer true at all. Uh, Today, if you're a life coach, you are producing content um, and inspiring people. You are writing for publications. You are creating podcasts. You are leading groups in your local neighborhood. You are leading retreats out in wilderness. You are still taking on one client per one hour, but you're also, you know, running online tribes of people through Facebook. You're creating virtual and digital communities. Um, so it's it's really become an exciting and expansive role. And how long it takes someone to actually start doing that is the moment they decide to really okay, let's let's put a pause there because what you just said is so important and i want to italicize this bold it um so many people including our students think that life coaching means that that it's just the whole you know i need clients i need sessions it's one-on-one and and i keep trying to tell them exactly what you're saying that's such a small piece of life coaching and so because of the world that we live in and because of social media and we all have our own platforms now and brands, um, because we are all holding a megaphone today, which is uh, such a great gift, 
the way that you live your life and allowing that to ripple and manifest on how that's going to manifest is what life coaching is. So like Noel says, it could come in the form of retreats or a book or a, a secret group on, you know, on Facebook, or maybe you do a, a Instagram live once a week, you know, um, the way that you live and then how that ripples and how that impacts people. That I think is the definition or new definition of being a life coach, not so much like one on one sessions. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it, it, it really goes back to the way that you want to show up in the world. You know, do you want to show up in the world as a force for light and a force for positivity? And I think that goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning. I mean, you know, people who are life coaches understand that transformation is possible at any point and to live your life in a way that you're a beacon for other people of hope for transformation. Well, shit. You know, yeah. it's pretty sacred. Sure. And I think um, what's really cool and what a great time to be a life coach is not only uh, do we have, you know, this uh, this megaphone and, and this reach today that you could you could literally just wake up and actually reach as, you know, as many people who are willing to um, listen to you uh, or watch you. The, the stigma is slowly fading where life coaching and self betterment and getting a therapist and becoming mindful and meditate, like everything that is happening in the world. And especially because of the uncertainty of the world, us now needing <laughs> coping tools. Um, this has become a way of life. So I think because of that, life coaching or someone viewing, viewing you as a life coach is now more accepted, uh, now more than ever before. A hundred percent. It's and not woo-woo, you know? No, it's not woo-woo. And, you know, I'll point to some very real things that have been happening um, internally in our company. We are now getting uh, outside organizations who want to hire coaches directly, asking us if they can post jobs with us. So there's an actual emerging market for life coaching jobs and they're taking place in the space of wellness they're taking place in the space of um, diabetes and medical adherence they're taking space place in the space of fitness um, retreats and those are all real things that have been coming down the pike so it's also a really hopeful time when we're kind of looking out there and saying you know where are the jobs of the future going to be I've been saying for a long time, I think it's in wellness. And now I don't have to actually just say it. I can point to the data and say, look, in the past three months, we've had four organizations show up on our doorstep wanting to source life coaches. Right. So now that we've uh, accomplished the definition of a life coach, going back to the question, how long does it take? Uh, maybe now we get a little more logistical. So uh, our program is 16 weeks. Yep. Yep. Um, true story. True story. Uh, and that's actually pretty quick because as a therapist, uh, it took me um, two years to graduate grad school and then plus another five or six years to do the hours. So 16 weeks plus, I'm going to add the plus, um, and this is something you determine how comfortable you feel with yourself in actually uh, charging for your services. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when I talk to people about coming into the intensive, um, there's a fire truck going by, pardon the noise. Um, when I talk to people about joining the intensive, um, with something that I hear a lot is, well, you know, will 16 weeks, you know, qualify me to do this work? And 
Yes, the answer is yes. So coaching is a very different discipline than therapy. Um, to become a therapist, the two years is is necessary. You know, yeah. Yeah. that learning that you went through helps you deal with people that are dealing with really complex psychological problems. Yes, Clinic, coaches, clinical problems. Clinical problems. You know, life coaches don't do that. Life coaches meet well people where they're at and partner with them on an equal playing field to strategize about how to move your life forward. You really only need a handful of really good techniques that you can absolutely learn in 16 weeks. And then the practicing with real live humans will get you really good at what you do. Life coaching is not treatment. No. Life coaching is not treatment. And I think that's why a lot of people are scared. Like they actually uh, desire and want to help other people. And they have this dream of becoming a life coach. But they think they're unqualified because they think life coaching is treatment. And it's not a clinical practice. No, it's it's absolutely not. And and if somebody wants to continue to go back and continually process pain, that's the number one signal for a life coach that this person is in the wrong discipline. They should go back to therapy. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So taking a look at like, you know, how long does it take to do this? Um, I would say also it's important to consider how you want to approach your career as a life coach. You know, do you want to be a well-known blogger that, that break, that pulls in clients that way? Do you want to work for a spa or a wellness center? Um, you know, those are two very different paths. If you want to work for a spa and a wellness center, what you need to do is find some place to work and pitch your services, or maybe there will even be a legitimate opening. And that's instantaneous. If you want to, you know, say, go the content route, um, you have to start writing. <laughs> you yeah. have to start creating content. It, it takes time. And then I'd say a year on the content side of yeah, things is absolutely. probably realistic. Absolutely. I think, and I think you can do it simultaneously. So here, here's my answer. Um, Noel said a, a year on the content. I think you could become a life coach in a year if you need like a, uh, a, a exact time roughly, uh, because what you can do is you could take a life coaching training program like ours while you're doing it. You could start playing around with content, writing, doing videos, uh, you know, feeling what, uh, doing things that feel honest to you, what you like, what you don't like. Um, and you could also start incorporating those concepts on yourself so you could see how they work and you could start life coaching friends and family and people for free. So you're practicing. So as you're doing all of that, right, as all those pistons are pumping, um, you can get a lot done and you could kind of evolve and become a coach and be confident and have uh, communities who are listening to you, I think, within about a year. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think a year is a really good time frame. And I really liked what you said, too, about the try this at home aspect of life coaching. That's why we built our organization the way we did, that you go through the life coach training program, it takes 16 weeks, and then you have an organization that supports you in playing around for that year while you find your voice and you're not doing it on your own dime. You're not creating a website and pushing out content until you know what your voice is. You have a, a test kitchen to really get all your skills down. And that's the fun part. Yes. And, and I want to also emphasize the word fun. Um, if you take this too seriously, and I'm not saying that helping people shouldn't be taken seriously, of course, 
Um, but if you take it too seriously, you're going to put so much pressure on yourself. You're not going to leave any room for it to be fun, you know? And so like, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm silly and I'm dancing and I'm doing stupid shit. I'm being very myself because if I don't, and if everything is serious, I won't have fun anymore. And then I won't like what I'm doing. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And, and I'd say that that's the long view looking back after maybe a decade of being in this industry. You know, it's important to honor people who are at the starting line. I remember what it was like to be at the starting line. Do you remember how nuts I was when I first started writing for the Angry Therapist blog? And I would like obsess over every paragraph. And well, because you're a perfectionist, you know, and you're I am, a very talented and writer and you come from the academic world. And then putting together profile pictures with my sunglasses on, yeah, and you were just yeah. like, "Noel, you can't, you can't have a picture <laughs> of yourself with sunglasses right? on." Show yourself. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. I was a baby coach. It was so scary to put my voice out there for the first time. And now, six years later, well, shit. I I send out press releases every day. You know like just got published in Elite Daily and Bustle and, and it's really starting to flow. And I don't, I don't have a reaction to sending my words out into the world anymore. And it's really important for everybody who's at the starting line too, to understand that one day you won't either. Right. That being said, there will always be a certain amount of fear because we are human. We care what people think. We are hard on ourselves, all of that stuff, right? Yep. Yep. It's part of the process. And the thing that I love, love, love the most about life coaching as my chosen profession is that I get to be human throughout this process. Mm, I get oh, to I love say, that. I love you know, that. I'm not okay. I'm having a bad day. I need to take space for myself. I need to take time. I need to rest. And it's that's, that's wellness. That's such a great reminder and also... Um, it's you know what I love about that is because um, when I was in the clinical world, uh, they don't directly, but they kind of indirectly don't allow you to humanize yourself, and that's why I went rogue or I hopped the fence. <laughs> and what I love about life coaching is life coaching actually embraces your humanness with open arms, and I think that's what makes life coaching sustainable, exciting. Um, and I, I think pr practicing life coaching is also forcing you to be more uh, solid in your solid self, which I talk about a lot. Uh, the, the therapy world, um, because of the professional and the board and the guidelines and all the rules, um, kind of makes you work with a veneer, you know, and yes. I, get, I get that because you're supposed to be neutral, you're treating people. Um, and that's why I've always gravitated more toward life coaching. And that's why I say I'm a life coach with a clinical background. I'm not a therapist with a life coaching background. That's true. That's true. And, you know, what do you think about this? Um, that when you really engage in living your life as a life coach, you become radically honest. Yes. Well, well, here's the thing. Um, not everyone does, but that's actually the gift of life coaching. It takes courage, but uh, becoming radically honest by uh, practicing it in your practice is, I think, one of the greatest gifts of life coaching. It's not about making money for me. What has it been like for you to work 
in the environment that you do with our company where everybody's radically honest all the time. <laughs> I, 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 I love it because I, I think there's a movement there, you know? Um, I think, uh, of course, you know, being honest, but with, you know, also being responsible and with the, the right intentions, of course. But I think that, uh, we attract a lot of people who have been living under rocks. We attract a lot of people who have not been living honest and it's grayed them out and they're unhappy. And I think through our program, we are giving them the training wheels or the push um, or the courage to start living um, a life that's honest to them. And then through that process, they can become a life coach as well. You know, And I think if you kind of stack the cards that way, then holy shit, um, our our, our we should be doing this in high school. <laughs> I know. I know. So interestingly, um, the UN releases every year uh, goals for global sustainable development. And I'm a big dork. And so I read them, right? Um, this year, for the first time, I saw measures that were introduced to support um, healthy communities, healthy social communities, and to support um, education around neuroplasticity. And I just thought, wow, you know, this is fascinating. And I know that it's a really long trickle from the UN out, you know, to society out to the hands of everyday people. But globally, we are moving in this direction of the recognition of how healthy communities, healthy social communities, which are embodied by radical honesty and acceptance, um, and understanding how your brain works with neuroplasticity can really, really, really heal and support growth mm. in this world. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And I also love that you provide that information in our partnership. That's my job. It's Science. amazing. <laughs> All right, guys, so we're going to uh, uh, close it. Um, I hope that answers your question. I hope at least it um, uh, uh, gives you some perspective, but also maybe allows you to redefine what life coaching means. So if you want a hard, simple answer, um, we've both come to the conclusion that it takes about a year. That includes the training program and building confidence and all of that. Um, it took me as a therapist, uh, holy shit, six, seven years. Um, I think life coaching... Obviously, uh, you can you can do it much faster, but it also depends on your effort, how much time you put into it, and all of that. So, roughly a year to be a life coach. And uh, anything else, Noel? No, I think that's about it. Get your hustle on, people. Yes, come over, um, give us a call, or contact us if you have any questions about life coaching. All right, dude. Take care. I'll you see too. you later. Be well.